Good evening, Rabbi Yisai. And let us finish uh, this third aspect of the Balakaniya, the humble one, here in Perak Zion, the Shlishi. The Shlishi, we've been saying, where a person is, uh, his reputation gets out and he's talked about whether for good things, for positive things that he does, for negative things that he does. And then we came to this idea, this whole concept of a person who is not only that the people mention about him bad things that he did, but even fabricating stories about him that he never did. And Lashonara is told about him. Now, the truth is whether they are true, the Lashonara is, is true or not, Chavos brings us a, a, an interest, interesting concept, an unbelievable concept that it's really the only place we said we find it is here in the Chavos Avavos. That's the earliest source. The Chazam Sefer says this is a Kabbalah we have from Arishonim. We mentioned last night that the Malach that used to learn with Rabbi Yosef Kairi, the Beis Yosef, as is recorded in the Sefer Magid Meisharim, the Malach himself told him this idea as well. So the Malach ben Hashemayim told him that this is a true, a true idea, this is a true phenomenon, that you have a person, and the way he says it is, Harbim and the other will come up to Shemayim after 120, and they're going to look at the list of good things that he did, and he's going to say, you know, excuse me, I don't mind them being in my uh, my account, but I don't recall ever doing something good like that. And they're going to tell him, it's true, you never did that. But the person who spoke Lashnara about you, he did do those things that were good, and because he spoke Lashnara, they were transferred over to your account. We wired it into your account, and they become your zuchuyes. It's an, it's an amazing thing. Why it even should work like that? Why it should be? What does that one have to do with the other? I mean, he didn't do this. It doesn't even say that you have to react in a way of that you're that you're not upset about it. The Chavos brought us the story that someone who was told Lashnar about, he sent the other guy a gift. He says, thanks for giving me some of your zechuyos. You know? But it doesn't even it doesn't even seem like you have to do that. Maybe you weren't upset that the person took Lashnar. The, uh, the Magad Meshorim says, if a person would know this concept, so the truth is, he wouldn't be upset. He would rejoice as if, when someone says Lashnar about him, as if he's getting a gift of gold and silver. And that's what the Marpin Lenevish says, Mio If you really are someone who's Chofetz Chaim, you want eternal life. You want life in the next world. You know how you're going to get your life in the next world and it will be intact? Don't talk Lashonara. Because if a person talks Lashonara, then the Shuyas that he has, has really done and accomplished in this world and he's expecting that all of it to be waiting for him in the next, he says he could come over there and his account will be depleted from those schuyos. So the, it's really twofold. The Chavazvavah the, says that the person that uh, uh, Ruvain speaks about Shimon. So Ruvain speaks Lashner on Shimon. Shimon's Averis, his demerits could go on the account of Ruvain. But that's not as bad as Ruvain himself losing the Shuyas. Why do I say it's not as bad? So here we have to have a, mention a concept. Just something that Rabitzala 
can't, can't leave home without him, Rebitzalah. <laughs> Rebitzalah writes in, in Koich Vayar, in a different piece. He writes like this, that we know that there was a uh, a great Tana. He was so great that he was the Rebbe of Rabbi Meir. His name was Alisha ben Avuya. The problem is that at one point in time, something clicked and he decided to do do Averis. And he plummeted down, spiraled down more and more and more to the point he was Mechal Shabbos and Yom Kippur. It was awful. And Ramea tried to bring him back and stop him. Says, no, it's too late for me. I heard a Baskel, Shuvu, Bonim, Shevevim, Chutzmeacher. Too late for me. I'm a, I'm a done deal. Too late. And he died like that. He died as Acher. They called him Acher. He, he's somebody else. He's, he's, he's not Elisha ben Avuya anymore, the great Tamachachan that we once knew. Now, really, the Gemara says, it's a Gemara Chagiga Tazvov, that after, after Acher went out, Letarbus Ra, so they said that he's not getting any Gehenim, and therefore he's not going to Elam That's it. He's totally out. We cut him off from everything. So Rameyer said, it's better for my Rebbe, Acher, that he go to be judged and get his time in Gehenim, let him burn in the fires of Gehenim, that at least after that, he'll be able to get Elam But to be cut off entirely and not get it all, that's the worst thing. It's better that he go through the whole process of the punishment and burning in Yehannim, at least after that he can go to Olam Abba. So it says that when Rameyer died, he was able to, through his connections up there, because of who he was, Rameyer, he was able to get his Rebbe Acher into Yehannim. And when Rameyer died, the people saw that there was smoke coming up from the grave of Acher, an indication that he was then going through the fires of Gehenna. The Gemara then says that when Rabbi Yechanan died, Rabbi Yechanan, through his connections up there, was able to get Acher into Ganeidin, into Elam And when Rabbi Yechanan died, there was no more smoke coming up from Acher's grave. Says Rabbi Zilla like this, if you make a cheshbin from the time when Rameyer died until the time when Rabbi Yechanan died, how many years was that? So he makes a whole cheshbin of when, when Rameyer died, then Rebbe was born, and making a whole cheshbin of when Rabbi Yechanan comes into the, into the history, and he says, therefore, he says, even a, 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 a generous estimate, not expanding it too much, there was approximately 140 or 150 years between Rameyer's death and Rabbi Yechina's death. He says, which means, that it was worth it for Acher to be in the fiery furnace of Gehenim. For close to 150 years, just that he should be able to merit after that. 
in order to be able to bask in the great splendor and pleasure of Eilam Abba. And if Rabbi Yechonim would not have been saved him with his schuyos, who knows what would happen. So we talk about here a person who could lose merits that he has because he's totally lost somebody else then he goes to that person. That means he's losing on something that you see it was worth it to go through 150 years of him just to be able to get. So this is the concept and it should certainly be mechazikos to be careful about Lashonara, talking about and somebody else. We now finish the last paragraph here in Shlishi V'chein Yesh Mehem Yamkein Sheyimtzu B'Seve Choyvosom They'll find on their account sometimes things that they never did. Liabilities that they never ever did themselves. Uchishayim when they say I never did those things. They'll say we added it to your account because those fellows they did wrong and you spoke about them obviously in in where halacha does not allow us to speak about those people and therefore it was Transferred over. Like David Melech says in there, they were going to return back to the to the uh, ones who have oppressed us. They did one. We're going to pay them back sevenfold. And shame them in a great way. And he ends off that this is, you see, really underscoring the severity of Lashon Hara. But Amrei, like the passage, we should always remember what Hashem did to Miriam, that you see Miriam was punished for for her speaking against Moshe Rabbeinu. Like we mentioned in the past here in Sharaknia, she didn't even do it with... Uh, with the intent of really speaking down, she just misunderstood Moshe, and it was her brother which she loved, her brother which she risked her life, nonetheless, it was considered Lashnara, and she had to be punished for that. So here, just to summarize what he's uh, telling us here, in terms of humility, that this third indication of someone who's humble, when someone speaks good about him, he says, listen, you know, you don't realize how many Averis they have, so don't speak too much good about me. When someone speaks bad about him, he says, the truth is, you're right, I, I've done that wrong, and it could be I've done even more things wrong that you don't even know about. Yeah. And when someone says things that he really never did, so there the approach was an interesting one. Chavazovah says, you could say, you could, you could defend yourself, and you could excuse yourself to this person by saying, I really never did that. Actually, Hashem protected me. I never did something like that. There were other things that I did wrong. But then he morphed into this other idea where you tell the person, but I'll tell you one piece of advice. Don't spread bad things about other people. When you speak bad about me, all you're doing is you're giving me presents. It's such an amazing thing because, you know, when people speak badly about us, we we are so hurt, we are so upset. You know, we think that our world is coming to an end and how could they do this and it's the worst thing in the world. And it it is certainly a terrible feeling. But at the same time, with this perspective, it allows us to at least balance it out that it could be a lot of benefit involved as well. A good night, boys, and a good Shabbos.